Alan Bell joins us. And uh, Joe Hunk, who is presenting Alan Bell today? That would be Genesis Auto Brokers. So if you hate the hassle of traditional dealerships, all you have to do is start the easiest car buying experience at GenesisAutoBrokers.com. Thank you, Joe Hunk. Producer uh, extraordinaire back at the uh, studio in the world-famous Music Row. Alan Bell joins us from Sportsline.com. AB, what's up? How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. Let me say, if you guys print that Ain't No Slow Rolling Around Here t-shirt, I'm buying 20 of them. That's a fantastic. <laughs> ain't no slow rolling. <laughs> I like it, A.B. Damn it. I got to start yeah. a new list. Yep. So yep. Do it. You got to start a new list. Yep. Uh, A.B., uh, let's just start out with the national title game. Obviously, the rematch, Alabama and Georgia. Georgia opened, uh, what, like about a point favorite initially, and it immediately got bought up to two and a half. Now I think we're looking at three. Everybody and their mama is betting on Alabama on this game. That makes me want to go Georgia, which is exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel you on that. Like, look, here's the hard part, all right? You're right because you want to feed the public, especially when it's like 91% on Alabama with the spread. But it's betting against Alabama with points. Like, it's so difficult to do it. And, look, Nick Saban's 4-0 all time against Kirby Smart. And here's an interesting nugget for you, all right? If, Al- if that kickoff, Alabama's an underdog, which we think they're going to be, that means the last three times that Alabama's been an underdog, all three of them were to Georgia, okay? And Nick Saban won the last two by an average of 22.5 points. So there you go. Gosh. Gee. But, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. You just said that last part in passing almost. Yeah. By an average <laughs> yeah. of 22 points as an underdog. I don't care, yeah. Alabama. I'm fading the public in this one. I'm going Georgia. There he is. I'll tell you this. Hey, I'll, I'll t- I'll t- I like the barks. I like the barks. I'll tell you this, too. So Alabama and Georgia have played twice in the last two years, okay? Both games ended exactly 41-24. to 24. Alabama won both. Exactly the same point. I know. And Nick Saban's only been an underdog five times at Alabama, and he's won four of them <laughs> I, I, or three of them. I, I get it. Slay, Slay's going to go with you on this, I think. Hey, A.B., all I'm Yo. saying is I did it going into the SEC championship game, and I am not one to second-guess this Georgia defense, especially what they – and it was cruise control against Michigan to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this one, I think the defense steps up in this game, but I cannot, I repeat, cannot pick against Saban on this stage. I just can't, man. I can't. I know. Okay. I'm with you. Like, it's, it's so difficult. Especially when they're giving you points to do it, too. There you go. Like, that's the thing, right? I mean, it's so difficult. It's just so difficult. And with Georgia, like, how do you get, like, a full sense of it, right? Because we see them get whooped to the SEC championship game. But then they whoop on Michigan. Like, there's no – you don't really get consistency here. Alabama is the exact same juggernaut that we see week after week. So, I'm with you, man. It's hard. If you're giving me Alabama with three points – Man, it's impossible for me not to take it. When things are too good to be true, <laughs> they probably are. I'm just saying. So you reverse yeah. rat poison, guy. Reverse rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> All right, A.B. See, that's... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was moving on from rat poison. Um, I was going to the NFL because there's, there's what could be a crazy scenario. But before we get to that, let's talk about uh, Jacksonville and Indianapolis first because 
this might have been the most surprising stat of the entire year for me because I just, I guess I didn't realize it, that the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. So 2014. First, yeah, so first, let's talk about that, because if the Colts, in fact, do lose, then we'll have a crazy scenario coming up. Yes, we will have, the NFL will have a nightmare scenario, because if the Colts lose to the Jaguars, which is a noon game, all right, that means that the Raiders and the Chargers would both get in the playoffs, Colts would not, if the Raiders and Chargers tie. And the Raiders and Chargers play on Sunday night football, which is the last game of the regular season. So if the Colts lose, there's a scenario where the Raiders and Chargers look at each other at kickoff and say, let's just kneel and punt, kneel and punt, 0-0 tie, we both get in. The NFL would go insane with that scenario, but I'll give you a better one. If the Colts look like they're losing to the Jaguars, run to your sports book and take the under between the Chargers and the Raiders. Just do it. You will cash that bet for sure. Dude, I would take under one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can you imagine the scandal, though, if those teams agreed to tie at zero in the NFL? The NFL would not want that news out there. Could that happen? It would be obvious. I I mean, who's going to stop it? It's not a penalty. Like, that's the thing is it's not like there's nothing legally you could do. Right, like it would be horrible, and oh. I guarantee that there would be problems. But there's there's nothing that you could do. But you know what? I mean, I, you don't. Neither team gets anybody injured. Yeah. You're going into the postseason. Like, okay, sure, you're letting <laughs> you know one of your, I guess, rivals kind of yeah, but it's get the week into of rest. the playoffs too. It's the week but of it's rest. a week of rest, and you don't get anybody injured. Like this yeah. could be crazy, Ab. Okay, so <laughs> let's realistically. Can the Jags really beat the Colts? No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but, I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, it's crazy that they haven't won there since 2014. But, I mean, no. Like, there's just no way that it can happen. And especially with Jaguars fans who are now playing their own protest because they don't want the general manager, Trent Balky, to re- be retained. So they're all dressing in clown costumes for some reason, which is not a good idea. I'm telling you, it's real. Not a good idea at all. No, the Colts are going to win this game, absolutely. But, yeah, hey, look, Don, I think you and your scepter are the only one that could probably <laughs> fix this scenario. So there we go. Yeah, uh, Indianapolis is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Jonathan Taylor might Jonathan Taylor might have 400 yards rushing. If anybody's a prop better, I'm just gonna put that <laughs> out. Yeah, Titans. Uh, meanwhile, a ten and a half point favorite in Houston. I'm betting uh, with all of your bankroll and mine and Slay's that Derrick Henry gets gets uh, moved up uh, into uh, practice protocol tomorrow. Um, I don't know if he plays on Sunday. They probably haven't decided that until until he gives it a go in practice to see what happens. But what do you think about uh, Houston and Tennessee at ten and a half? Is that too much? Uh, no, it's not because you've got you know a motivated Tennessee team to win this game, right? I think that there are better ways to go about it, though. I think Tennessee in the first half, probably I think it's around six, five and a half. I think you've got a better play there. Also, I okay. think the over. Yeah, I think the over forty three. It's a solid play because I think Tennessee's going to have its foot on the gas pedal the entire game. And you know how these Tennessee-Houston games go. They get kind of funky. Um, so I can see Houston putting up, you know, some points. I think they'll put up more than Miami did, right? So 
Like, I think the safe play is probably the over. Titans in the first half. But I have no issues with the spread. I know it's big. But Tennessee has everything to play for, so that you know they're coming out firing. Um, AB, what did you do last night, real quick? You know, um, last time, supposedly, Ben Roethlisberger playing at Pittsburgh. I was trying to get the mayor on my side. I'm telling him, man, like, listen, let's load <laughs> up on this thing, man. I'm telling you, they're going to handle business. No way they let Ben go out there with a loss. What did you What did you think about last night's game, man, as far as betting went? Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I had jumped on the Steelers plus three. I think we talked about it last week. Like, yeah. there's no way that they were losing that game. I also jumped on Ben Roethlisberger over 34-and-a-half pass attempts because I knew no matter what happened, they're letting him do what he wants out there. And I think he had 34 at halftime, right? So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, though, man. Like, it was an impossible game to bet against the Steelers. Like, they, 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 the Steelers, they win that game, and uh, they absolutely did. Ben Roethlisberger's stat line is unlike anything I've ever seen in football. That was crazy. 24 of 46 for 123 yards. That's 2.7 yards per attempt. That's 5.1 yards per completion. The fewest yards with 45 or more pass attempts in NFL history. That was something. It It was insane. First off, they averaged more yards on the ground than they did in the air. I don't think I've ever seen that one. And then number two, it took 45 pass attempts, Brent, to reach your sandwich like that's like that's essentially what it was like it was, it, it was the craziest thing i've ever seen it that might be more of a nine iron but that's between me and my golf game <laughs> all right uh do you have any odds worked up on uh, us getting one to three inches of snow on thursday you ready to dive into that oh i'm ready for it you know what this has been the craziest you know last two years so whatever it is give me the over whatever that is i want four or five inches of snow because whatever can happen will happen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the snow dome has completely been compromised. That's where we are now as a city? It's gone. It's gone. We've blasted uh, sandwiches into it enough. It's gone. Yeah. Nashville ain't got fun. no roof. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here for you. So, oh. <laughs> Come on, Hulk. See, and I can't even see you turning see, it off. You got all the kids excited because the kids will go back for one day tomorrow and then get out Thursday and Friday. Is that where we are with this thing? <laughs> Yeah, parents are going to be mad at me for that one. I can assure you. Yeah, but uh, Alan Bell's a a man for the kids. That's that's for sure. Real quick, AB. Absolutely. (laughs) Real quick. um, Anything to it being a Monday night playoff game? Was that going to be weird for timing, or is somebody losing out for a day of rest? Like Like the different schedule. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's a a good question, right? Because we've got uh, the wild card is going to be. Two Saturday games, three Sunday games, and a Monday game. The interesting one, I don't think it'll affect too much like that wild card. It's after that, right? Right. So when we go to the next round, the divisional round, so pay attention to those teams that are playing on Monday night. And and understand what I'm saying. If you look this year, teams that play and win on Monday night play better on a shorter week than Mm. they do. You would think the opposite. They actually play better. So pay attention to those teams, especially – uh, you know, it's it's an AFC team. Yeah. There he is. He's Alan Bell. Check him out on Twitter at AlanBell247sportsline.com. Thank you, AB. Hey, appreciate y'all. Thank you.